Welcome, everyone, to the premiere episode of Modcast VR. Uh, this is a podcast dedicated to bringing flat screen gaming into our virtual reality headsets to give us more mileage out of these things, especially for us PC VR users. Uh, and we're really excited today. That I, I'm Dr. Greg, VR, and this is my co-host, Vran, or VRAN. Now, funny story, yeah, funny story about this. My very first uh, uh, Resident Evil stream, Resident Evil 7, uh, uh, I was doing it on PlayStation VR, and this is the first time I'd ever met uh, VRAN, right? I'm always going to call him VRAN, because TTS called him VRAN, but to me it sounded like Fran. So for the longest time, I thought VRAN was this lady named Fran. <laughs> I can be a friend. Yeah. So so you anyway. Crush on friend. Yeah. <laughs> I can be one. That's right. Totally uh, so uh, we're really excited today. We have with us Elliot Tate from the Flat to VR modding community and Discord. It's my favorite Discord. I think it's Flat Screen to VR modding community. Correct? Is that the name of it? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So welcome, Brian. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Elliot. Elliot. God damn, I said Brian. I knew I would do that. There's two names. Twitter says Brian. It says yeah, Elliot. Call, call either one. It's fine. <laughs> it, right. It's actually technically my middle name is Elliot. So um, That's why I figured because I thought Brian yeah, Elliot. That yeah. sounds that sounds like a great middle name. So yeah. There Everybody go. has these like creative Discord alt names and I have the most boring like extreme middle name but, uh, but yeah no it's kind of stuck so <laughs> yeah that's alright I mean all I did was put Dr. Greg and put VR after it so that's really exciting Vran's is well, at least a little better yeah. <laughs> is it though my name is Ran so we still we do VR so that's why it's VRAN VR and yeah, such creativity works. wow yeah it <laughs> it's like right. the apple put an eye in front of everything yes <laughs> <laughs> The it's like Valiant. They put R on everything. That's what it is. I'm just going to start calling him Iran now. Iran. <laughs> Iran. All right. Uh, so um, today we're going to be talking a little bit. We're going to we're going to uh, focus our main games on the amazing new Prey Dog mods coming out, which I'm excited to talk about. I played through Resident Evil 7 last week. I got that done in two streams, uh, and just started uh, Resident Evil Village on Thursday. No way I'm getting that one done in two streams. I haven't even fought the first boss yet, so really excited. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about those. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably throw a little bit of two and three in there too, since they're the Prey Dog mods, but. Uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, well, we definitely want to talk to, to Elliot about his Discord because it's amazing. Uh, there's just so much on there. So many great, that, that one makes me so excited every time I go on that Discord and I see new announcements. We have some today I want to talk to you about too. Uh, uh, it's, just, it's just great. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Vorpex title because along with the modding, there's also... Vorpex, I know some people don't like Vorpex. Uh, personally, I think it's a great little program. I think it's days maybe yeah. coming to an end. I, I mean, just by seeing all the modding going on, it's, it's... But there's still some games that you can't play in VR without Vorpex. So we're going to talk a little about those, some of the best settings to use, a way to make it the best experience that you can have. And uh, then we're going to... Uh, uh, Vran's going to share with us some 3D shade or reshade depth depth 3d reshade stuff which would be really cool what game did you want to do today are you I want to talk about control. Control, awesome. Too much and, and I want you to, to walk me through how to get it in 3D. I have my headset ready. 
and I have VR our virtual desktop on because I've never done that. So yeah, awesome. Okay, so hey, let's start out uh, with Elliot. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your Discord. What exactly yeah. made you uh, start this Discord? How long has it been going on? Uh, what has it been? Two and a half, three years, maybe. Really? Um, wow. Let's see. Maybe two. I have to go back and look. Actually, um, I had. Let's see. Professionally, I have a history of um, marketing and, and computer science. I did a double major in both those and, and marketing kind of fell in love with. Um, and when Beat Saber first came out, that's mm -hmm. what um, I played it. I was like, this gives me an amazing workout. Like, this is so much fun. But I know, like, within a week, I'm going to get tired of these songs. So um, also knew that in order for kind of a selfish thing, in order for me to keep, like, enjoying this, need to build a community behind it um so help start the beat saber modding community with a couple other um people and um just used a lot of i guess marketing and and community management um type skills i had um to help help build that up and and so like within few months we had a hundred thousand people and wow. um tournaments we were running and connected with like um like HTC and um some other big companies got like $30,000 from them to give away for prizes for a contest and it just kept growing um hit 200,000 pretty quickly 300,000 um and just exciting to see like so much passion from a community into building something that that um incredibly talented people putting their heads together like oh what if we do this what if we do this um and i think discord it was about the time discord started to get a bit more popular but something that happens like if you just stick your mods on github or even a website even a form it becomes a very much like users take it but rarely do you get people like participating or even saying thanks or even mm -hmm. um, engaging with the community and something we did early on was all the beat saber mods were in the discord so you had to join and it's annoying to some people, especially people are like, oh, why do I need to join another social network? But zooming out, it helped people come in and then say like, wow, there's something here. And a, and a lot of modders would just never have gotten connected if they didn't jump in and join. Um, and the growth just expanded from there. So um, yeah, so with flat screen, that was always something that um, was very passionate about because so many short VR like back to Beat Saber with eight songs you're like this is cool but I'm gonna get tired of it in a week uh -huh. um, and so this need for these deep rich uh, experiences in VR um, that you know <laughs> I'm getting whiplash 50 hours into head, yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah and and so um, like Subnautica was was one that I played early on that that I felt that and it was just like, wow, this is one of the coolest experiences that freedom of just being in this open world and going anywhere and, and feeling like you were mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah. So, uh, had been doing some work, um, with it. And then I connected with, let's see how to say his name, Rick Aparta. Um, cause he had just released, um, his outer wilds for mod and, and okay. that was in unity. Um, and so I was 
so impressed with that. I was like, you know, how, how did you do that? Like, I was asking him a, a, a bunch of questions because um, Below Zero, the sequel to Subnautica, yeah. was going to come out in about mm. six months, and I wanted to to play that um, also in in VR. And the the devs said, no, we're not doing VR for the sequel. And so I was devastated, but I was like, wait, I can do something about this. So yeah, exactly. um, started to mod that um, and got... Um, yeah, started to work with that and was like, okay, well, it's probably time like we build a, a Discord for it. And so the Discord just first started just for Subnautica and then um, all the while running the huge Beat Saber community. I was like, I think this could be something more like, um, especially with Rick Aparta kind of showing me things of, of tricks that he did to mod. I was like, this is just knowledge that needs to get out and there's, um, and the amount of modders I worked with, with Beat Saber, um, just, I was like, I know if, if this knowledge was in their hands, we could, you know, combine forces and do so much more. Um, and so kind of applied that same thing, opening it up to all flat to, to VR modding. Um, mm -hmm. So pretty quickly from Subnautica, it just opened up to um, all VR mods and um, supporting them. So the mission is basically to um, support VR modders in there any way we can, like help with promotion, help with giving a platform for them to learn on and um, to help the community um, get questions about the mods, um, just basically connect all those pieces and um, knowing that we can get so much farther with combining our heads on in a lot of this, like it's way more complicated, I think, than the average person realizes to mod. Um, oh, and especially with the rate of oh. these mods coming out, they're like, yeah. oh, it must be easy, like yeah. <laughs> hitting a couple buttons. Uh, so that's the downside, I think, with yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> a VR mode on. <laughs> OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I wish. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's knowing that um, like there is there is so much talent in the VR community. It's it's insane. It's yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is. And, and a lot of times it's just, just making so sure. You know, both Greg and myself and the other friends that we have, we appreciate that in levels that you can't even yeah. understand. Oh, God, yes. Like, yeah, I mean. Mind-blowing. It's like it, just today someone asked me, what what is the mod that, or, or the modcast that you're going to be talking about? And I explained to them that, a game like Resident Evil 8, which, by the way, you can see the background is... Mm -hmm. Anyways, <laughs> Resident Locked Evil 8... It's green. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean... Don't give away the yes. magic. Secret. <laughs> Secret just blown. You can see that bomb that fell over yeah. there. <laughs> I can put that in there. I can put that in there. They asked me, what is it about? And I said, well, let's take Resident Evil 8. I literally talked about Resident Evil 8. You have a character there that has animations, holding a gun, holding a knife, whatever it is. Those modders are able to take hands and put it, separate them. You don't see the head. You see you're in first person. This is something that I don't understand how they can do that, how they yeah. can go into the engine, take all that wealth, and just make it wealthier. Exactly. Make it amazing. It's just mind blowing to me, and I'm, I get goosebumps yeah. just talking about modders. Honestly, I, I, I think that mm -hmm. 
these people that brain that they have no idea how they do it yeah we that's the whole reason we wanted to start this podcast because we're like brandon and i are talking we're like all we play anymore probably really for the last what year that's all we play is is modded modded games or games with four packs because you know i I understand that the quest 2 and and why it's taken off but once that became like the dominant you know, the, the apex predator of the VR ecosystem, you saw what happened to games. We were, we were getting like Half-Life Alex and Boneworks and, and Saints yeah. and Sinners. And all of a sudden we were getting Galaxy's Edge and Aftermath and these games that mm-hmm. they, they felt like, like little cousins to these really amazing games. I, like I played Afterlife and I'm like, well, that was all right, but now I want to go play Alien Isolation, you know? <laughs> and so, yes. So, so what these guys are doing, bringing, bringing these amazing AAA titles. I've got over 200 hours in, in Cyberpunk now. And, and mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a matter of fact, I just got my PlayStation 5 hooked up. My brother was here last night, and he hasn't really seen much, and he's not really a gamer. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at oh, Cyberpunk's $24 purchase, you know, so I could show him the game. And here really? I'm, sit, I'm sitting here playing it in flat screen. <laughs> and first of all, it's really weird. On the, on, the, on the console version versus PC, there's a lot less of crowd in the street, and there are a lot less traffic. Mm-hmm. It, it feels empty mm-hmm. in the console. Wow. That's, that's crazy. But man, it's just not the same, dude. It's it's just sit there watching it. It's sure it looks pretty, yeah. but yeah. But yeah. man, live in that game. Live in it. <laughs> Why yeah. would you yeah. want to play this yeah. flat when you could be in it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Elliot, like just because what you said, the the way you started, do you think it's timing that made it blow up like this, your Discord? You think that it was um, just necessary at that time? I think um I think it's partial timing. I mean, I think right now um, there there's more people in VR that, than ever has been before, yeah. um, and huge amounts have powerful gaming PCs, and there's just mm-hmm. not yeah. a lot of, like you said, there's not there's not those like regular kind of AAA mm-hmm. games like Asgard Rest, Stormlands. Um, yeah. Um, Half-Life Alex, like we were getting a, a decent flood of those type of experiences and, yeah. and now yeah. we're not, I, I think it's a mix of um, coming out of like the Beat Saber modding community that's really established that, that right there, I think really established a lot of developers um, who saw that they could change something they wanted to uh, like in the VR space. Yeah. And so, um, I think that certainly helped transition to um, even a lot of tools being built for um, modding. I mean, have have come from people who worked on VR chat mods and and Beat Saber mods, and the, mm-hmm. like that's the reason those tools have been built that make it a little bit easier to to mod mm-hmm. that, that help things. So yeah, tools have certainly improved to a point um, for the average like Unity game, um, and then um, I think part of it is just building off each other. Now that we have like good examples of what's possible, people are like, Oh, you know, you yeah. really can do yeah. this. Um, and it's, and it's not like you have to build the whole game from scratch and it can be Definitely. good. And so, um, I've just seen a lot of like all the time people contacting me like, Oh, how do I get started? Because I played this game and now like 
I'm, yeah. I'm interested in learning how to develop and I want to take this on as a project. So now they're, they're making their own mod. Um, and it's all because of that, like awareness of it. Um, so yeah, that's great. Just, that's great. I mean, it's nice seeing the games on the horizon coming up. I mean, like half-life Alex, yeah. or your know, half-life two. Oh, can't, can't mm-hmm. wait. Come on. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. you had mentioned on, uh, uh, I think on your announcements today that was it. uh, it's a spade galactic something. Yeah, Deep Rock Galactic. There we go. Yeah. Beardo Benjo had said something to me about that because he's played it. I think he actually has a video on it. it was, yeah, it was that's, like, that's a great game. Yeah. I've, I've never. Mm-hmm. No, it's multiplayer, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's nice. amazing too, where you've got these games to play with flat players because um, it's it's yes. hard, especially from a mod. If it was a it was, it was like a VR only mod, you're you're so limited to to players. But even even the made for VR games, you see. Um, like Medal of Honor made by Respawn, huge EA. Um, you can't find anyone in the yep. lobbies anymore. So being able to have that cross-play between VR and flat um, really opens yep. up a lot of doors to just mm-hmm. endless amount of people to play with. And yeah. Deep Rock Galactic is, is great. There's so much depth. You can People spend thousands of hours playing it. There's just always new ways to play and connecting with people. I mean, it's so much fun. It has it's four players, and each class is very complimentary with each other. So there's a lot of working with each other. Um, and that just lends so much to being in VR where you can see each other and you're working together. Yeah, and, I love that. You know, you feel that yeah. presence of VR. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. It's, it becomes something that I don't even think the developers of the game, original game realized what it could be. Um, yeah. and, and that's a cool story. So that was actually um, before um, uh, the Java man uh, started working on his Unreal Engine 4 um, like injection project. Yes, to get I'm so excited beer for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's huge. Some of the biggest new like potential um, what, yeah. what that means for VR mining. Um, but so that was when where um, there's a lot of tools to mod in Unreal Engine 4, but if it was missing originally when you compiled the game, like it's a couple buttons clicks to, to get the um, VR plugins added. And so that wasn't for Deep Rock Galactic. Um, and I, I was saying with Deep Rock Galactic, yeah, it was um, basically the only missing piece to get that made at the time was to get the devs to add that. Um, and so I just did a post on, um, the Deep Rock Galactic subreddit was like, if you want to see a Viera mod, like help get the attention of the devs. We just need this added. And it got like 400 or 4,000 upvotes. And it was like the top <laughs> of the page for the day. And wow. so like almost immediately the devs reached out like, hey, what do we need to do to make this happen? Um, <laughs> and great. I thought it was so cool the way they really? reached out and were able to work with us a bit and, and said like, we're not going to be able to support this, but like just let us know how we can help from our end. Um, and that's what I'd love to see more of happening too, where if the devs don't have the resources or like the interest at the moment to do VR, there are things that they can help with too. And that's that's really what's happened here too, where they, they made yeah. some changes and, and added some things. Um, and that made a big difference from the modding perspective. Um, so That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. The, you had also mentioned... Well, uh, uh, oh, go ahead, Ryan. Remember, we had... Uh... Greg, myself, and uh, Paradise Decay PD, we kind of made videos for medicine using Vorpex to kind of show that the, the devs VR mm. is, mm. especially yeah. for games like this, 
Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah. they started, oh, wait a minute. There's a, a need for VR. And yeah. Yeah. they are releasing it in June. So hopefully we, we will get way. VR because they said. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're gonna going VR to get VR right away. But the way no, I under, but yeah, eventually. but they're working on it. Yeah, because after we did that, I mean, I put up a video. It's like we're doing a petition. We want VR in this game, you know. Yes. And they, we they made a petition. all of a sudden they started putting. You want VR? And they're like, we're working on it. And I was talking to them, and they said that they want to do it right too, not just controller, mouse, and keyboard. They want mm. motion controls, you know, and be able mm-hmm. to pick the things up and all of that. So it'll be interesting to see awesome. if it, I, I hope awesome. it gets there. Yeah. Hey, you had mentioned also in your announcements today, and I wanted to ask you. Uh, about I think it was something dark VR it, it, for the dark thie- is it for thief yeah. like the yeah, actual so game that's an interesting it, like that in alone outside of VR is a really cool project it was um, the so thief is a older game at this mm-hmm. point and there's been a, a few sequels but um, but like what the the kind of legend game is is the first one and so they kind of watered down some mechanics later and so a group of developers all said like let's modernize Thief like with modern graphics um, and yeah. rebuild it from, from scratch. So they built, uh, it's called the Dark Mod. Um, Dark and Mod. at first it was on uh, ID Tech 4. I mean, it still is, but so they started with um, ID Tech 4, the Doom 3 engine. Um, and then they've, since that's open source, they've just modified it and kept building off of that. So it's become yeah. its own thing and, and people in the community have built like there's like 200 plus whole missions that people build. They, they've made their own editor so anybody can go and create these nice. really cool stealth missions with mechanics and all this stuff. Uh, so um, yeah, Cabalistic is the um, lead code developer of the Half-Life 2 mod. And he, okay. um, he built, he built that was his, his first project, building a, uh, the, dark, um, the dark mod VR. The dark mod um, VR mod. <laughs> uh, that's a handful. It's actually uh, looking great. I've tried it. It was one of the oh, things cool. that I, was on my list to create video for uh, oh, cool. before we moved, and it looks really good. Like it, yeah. it, it's yeah. basically the you're in. Be incredible too, and, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's I got really nice. Yeah, I got thief like few years ago one of my uh friends suggested that i i do that with vorpex because it says it's really good in vorpex mm-hmm. and so i i loaded it up and i tried it and it just kept crashing on me so i ended up so yeah, i'm excited too. i'm excited mm. about this okay. to try it out because you know he said the game is great and it looked really cool but like i said i'd take a couple steps crashed it you know i was like okay i'm done yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so well, vorpex this is, is great this, but this sometimes feels like a so major much. vr like except for the motion controls and i think i think cool circle around once Half-Life 2 is done. He's, he's wanted to add some motion controls. That's cool. It, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt the, like, it's still so much fun. Um, oh, and I yeah. Think both horror and stealth especially lend to VR that, like, sense of um, horror, usually something's chasing you, and, mm-hmm. and stealth, you, usually you're doing the chasing, but it's that same mechanic of, like, lower movement yeah. and that feeling that tension um, moving in, and VR just amps every oh, sense yeah. that you have to feel like you're yeah. there a million so percent well. yeah, yeah yeah i love it yeah um awesome oh uh, explain because uh, we kind of brought it up uh explain to me a little bit or to, to the audience to a little bit more about this this unreal project going on the unreal four yeah. project because this sounds yeah. really really super exciting to me yeah um so the uh let's see where did it start so java man um well, all the time we get game requests in the mm-hmm. Discord and like wish we could tackle everything. Just the amount of time it takes to 
to mod a game, like you as the modder really needs to be super passionate about yourself. It's a little hard to like take requests. This yeah. is like thousands of hours yeah. that you're pouring into something. Um, and so he came in the Discord and said, hey, I'm thinking about working on um, Ghost Runner Unreal Engine 4. And it was like that typical, like, unfortunately, like if the plugins aren't added by the developer, same thing with Deep Rock Galactic, like it's gonna be pretty hard. And then he's like, no, actually, I think I'm like gonna make a, uh, Unreal Engine, like injecting my own VR framework into the game, and I was like, like <laughs> oh, that's something I like. I I was hoping, like I suggested it to like Luke Ross, like, hey, this could be massive to do, and he's like, yeah, I, I, I thought about it. I'm not sure if he really thought like how much it can mean. I think it's going to be way better because it's all open sourced. Um, Luke doesn't usually do that. It likes focuses on specific games and, and mm -hmm. polishes up himself, but being, um, anyway, so instead of um, needing <clears throat> like the devs to add those VR plugins, this, um, he's been working with the Unreal Engine source code and um, really like tying each function and each piece um, for a whole VR framework that can attach basically onto any Unreal Engine 4 game and then handle how the camera works and move that to full fixed off um, VR, um, basically creating the framework to even attach for motion controls um, nice. if, if a dev wanted to build wow. on that. So the goal is basically um, it'll be like maybe the best, it'll be like the hope is that every Unreal Engine 4 game will probably be about like Luke Ross level, but even um, wow. not alternating iframe, like, like yeah. full, you know, native VR type. Um, and so Damn. it'll handle things like the menus and then you'll have six stuff um, movement and of course, perfect 3D to scale and everything like that. So oh my just gosh. Uh, the amount of oh. AAA games in Unreal Engine yeah. 4, it's insane. it's insane. And then the framework Damn. goes a step forward with like, if somebody wanted to build motion controls for a game, um, you know, it's it's a great entry way to to do that for a game that um, for really any game. So hopefully other modders will jump in and, and work with yeah. uh, Java Man. Oh, I see a cat. Yeah, he's sitting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like the potential is just massive. That and, is, um, it's amazing. It's cool. He um, he actually just got hired by Live because of this project because. Um, oh. Um, I'm excited to see what they are doing and they're supporting a lot more like game engines and doing some really cool things like mm -hmm. um, uh, even if the game isn't supported like now you can add smooth recording to any game and um, I know um, Rekaparta also just got hired by Liv so he's um, he just added monkey tag he added full live support um in monkey tag yeah, i saw that i saw um, i think it was before, adam so bomb cool. body doing something with that oh uh, cool yeah, yeah. see it yeah. half a body <laughs> she, she must have had like green pants on or something i guess <laughs> it's hilarious it's yeah. awesome Check first, it out. first thing um, i first thing i thought of when you told me about this of course was visage because hmm. that's my one of my favorite horror games ever it's so freaking scary it, mm. But I, I hate that I love it so much because I, I'm really upset with Sad Square Studio because, you know, they 
promised on their Kickstarter that they were going to do VR. And a lot of people gave mm. them money specifically for that VR mm. thing. And then mm. and they, they're they so bad at communicating what they're going to do. And then they just kind of dropped it. I, I, mm. I mean, as far as I know, it's mm. not going to happen. Uh, but it's hard telling because you can't. So I played it in, with Vorpex, which mm. was good. We used one of Iran's profiles and did a couple little things, mm. you know, and it worked fine, but it's not full VR. And I'm pretty sure that's yeah. an Unreal 4 yeah. game. So, yeah, just being able to, you know, pop yeah. that in and play it again in real VR is really exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should probably talk about that, too, because I think it's a it's an interesting thing where um, Luke Ross did a, a post recently about it of, of basically, like, um, him wishing devs uh, basically did what, like he's doing as an option mm-hmm. um, and, and what would that look like? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, um, I think it's hard because we've seen a lot of negative reaction. I, the, like, as much as I love the VR community, that passion that stems from it can, can yeah. like there's, turn there's to a toxicity scale. pretty yeah, there's quickly. A scale yeah. There. yeah. Um, <laughs> and and yeah. like, we want, we want it to be 20 years from now where like every game's in VR and like, we want that so bad and we all have that same want, but like, um, sometimes the way that's like the go about it is more like manhandling it. You see on every like steam, steam post, no VR, no buy, you know, like yeah, not always like yeah. the healthiest ways to, to approach it. Um, so, but yeah. And then, so we have like games like Hitman three, which, um, I saw the whole progression of what Prey Dog worked on with um, with all his his mods, and where like Hitman Three is feels very much where his mod was at one point, and mm-hmm. then like I saw him develop from there. So it's a very good like beginning point that could be an incredible mod. And um, Prey Dog actually is someone who's who's interested in um, creating like a a full like hitman three fix <laughs> if that would if be they don't, fantastic if they don't continue it. yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, but that... i mean I, I think more like to show it's not some people just said oh this is just because it was converted from like playstation but no these are these are like core translation things that you deal with with converting a flat game like you you first get the camera movement then you say okay how do i deal with um x y and z when it's you know it used to be even a third person game um and and so hopefully somebody like you know prey dog can can show here's here's those extra steps that's needed and it's not that far mm-hmm. away but it makes like all the difference in the world mm-hmm. like all the you just make yeah. a couple changes and suddenly it's not the most frustrating game it's like okay like i can see a couple rough edges it's like you know resident evil like you can see rough edges here and there but it's um yeah. from start to finish like you can just it's become amazing. totally absorbed and forget oh, that God, it wasn't yeah. made for vr oh yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, the community hated Hitman Three, and I think that's mm-hmm. caused them to completely pull away. Uh, same thing with Subnautica. Mm-hmm. The reason, why, like, I guess it was good that they didn't do it because maybe the VR modding community wouldn't have started <laughs> if they had done it. But but at the same time, like, they were ones who just saw a lot of toxicity coming from the VR community. Said like, we want way, way more than you're doing um, with this. We want you to add like these features. And finally, they just said like we're like we're at the 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 limit with our team size right now to so we just have to cut it off completely because like um 
and I wish they just continued to even add like the same support that they had at the beginning. But yeah. I think it was that that toxicity that caused them just to say, "No, we're going to cut it off." Yeah. Um, and Instead so of trying to do better, that's something I think we'll have to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll have to figure out how to um, you know give constructive criticism. I think like Alex um, did a good job. He wrote some article to um, was it Idis with Hitman Three? Um, th their team just saying like. Here's here's a good list of like from a a regular VR player like here's just some simple changes that could be helpful and and those kind of things are um, are good. It was something I, I saw an interview um, with Sean um, Murray from um, like after No Man's Sky launched where he said it just becomes becomes so overwhelming when the community just throws out things like oh this sucks this is any good this is like that's what you yeah. hear on the general. Mm -hmm. um, but he said, as soon as like it became a list of, um, like hey. I just don't like the UI or the this is this is frustrating the way this works. Suddenly he was like, oh, I can fix that. Like, uh, okay, give me a list. Like that's something I can do, and that's not something that's going to take um, all day. Like, um, it's not impossible to do. Um, anyway, so I think that like as as more mods come out, hey Cal, sort of the that relationship I think is. Um, it, that I think is improving that, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I see a lot of that negativity with, uh, with Luke Ross's mods too, because of the alternating eye thing. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but I mean, really like cyberpunk to me feels native. It, it, the, the only, the only complaint I would have in that game. And I don't think that's something that he could even do anything about is like, you know, like how around the characters, there's a, some artifacts and ghosting around characters or objects, you know, but I think that's just the really bad anti-lacing that, that uh, CD Projekt Red used. I don't know if there's any way you could that's fix a, that. That's an issue with, um, so the alternate eye rendering, what that does is like, imagine if you had a, a free screen that you could, like a free cam that you can move anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so a game engine that's made for VR usually has two cameras in the game. And so one for the left eye, one for the right. Um, and um, to add that into like an existing engine without the source code is extremely hard. So the, the solution basically with alternate eye rendering is to get one camera to act like two cameras. So every frame you're just switching between those two positions. And uh -huh. so it's making one camera work twice as hard um, to provide that. The one thing that that messes up on is the temporal effects where um, so like TAA works by analyzing the previous frame and saying, I'm going to apply analyzing on the next one by analyzing here. So I'm going to save a lot of resources, um, except that next frame has been shifted. And so it, it's applying it in the wrong spot. So that's why you're seeing that. Okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Um, but he did fix it for Red Dead Redemption uh, 2. He said, he would not wish that process on his worst enemy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was thousands of lines of code he had to write to basically, like if you had deeper, um, if you had deeper access to the engine, you would, you could say, um, mm -hmm. just count your frames, um, apply it on, you know, even frames or apply it on odd frames and then like, problem solved. But when you're modding, like it's, it becomes a lot more complicated to get to that level. And so he had to wow. patch a lot of different things. He said he spent uh, like a week just fixing the horse mane, <laughs> like the hairs, yeah. <laughs> like trying to wow. shift those off. That's um, crazy. So I'm not sure how much he'll, he'll do of that, but yeah, it's complicated. And each, each engine's differently different. And um, 
forcing TA off and then using other um, analyzing methods can also be good, especially like uh, DLSS seems to do better. Um, and a lot of games are using that now. So that could be a good. Yeah, I use that feature. with Cyberpunk. Uh, mm, I put yeah, that yeah, on, that, yeah, me too. Because it, it, otherwise it, it skips kind of, you know, you've got to have it. You've got to have yeah. it in the way I see it. But yeah. Um, yeah, and you'll notice well, that. Real quickly, before we change oh, the subject of yeah. alternate eye rendering, probably, um, I think it's a, a very miscommon, like, misconception about the way it works. People just say, like, it's worse or it gives me headaches. And that's 100% due to, like, your performance, um, your PC performance. So when you mm -hmm. look at the frame rate and it says frame rate, it's yeah. going 90 frames per second, that's the equivalent of 45 frames per second normal VR. So instead of, like, camera one render, camera two render, and then show that in the headset. It's going frame one, frame two, and then frame one, frame two. So it's um, giving, so basically like if somebody's like, oh, I'm getting 80 frames per second, you're really getting like the equivalent of 40. And then 40. at lower frame rates, alternate eye rendering is worse because like when you turn fast, yeah. those yeah. different images are gonna be a little different. Um, but when you run it at the full 180 frames per second for like a 90 hertz display, you can't tell the difference between alternate eye rendering and uh, normal VR. Like it's it's mm. identical. Um, and yeah, so my anyway, it's good hope for that. like faster <laughs> GPUs that are coming yeah. out like the, for um, like the RTX 40 um, series that's coming out where mm -hmm. it's supposedly like twice the speed of 3090s, so that should run just about any of his games in that full like native wow. speed. And so that's exciting to me. Uh, it's not like a flaw of his mod per se, it's limitations with our current systems. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. you're gonna be able to go back to a lot of his mods and play it like brand new almost because it's that flawless like normal awesome. VR that they- wow. Yeah, because what, yeah. what you'll notice, uh, that's another thing you'll notice with, uh, 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 like cyberpunk, like if a character walks by or whatever, there's kind of a skippiness to it, to their motion. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's just low frame rate. Yeah. yeah. Um, low frame rate, like, hurts. Lo low alternate eye rendering is worse than, like, n low normal when you're, when you're mm -hmm. looking around. Um, wow. But it's just yeah. a side effect of that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's that's awesome. So, see, I yeah. knew this was going to be a great podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> great information. It was so, hopefully, I didn't get okay. too like. Techie, no, 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 no. I love to talk about that kind Dude, of stuff. So. This is the kind of stuff people want to hear about. I think. I think it helps them that's understand exactly. a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Exactly so, we were talking about prey dogs. So, we might as well jump to uh, our yeah. our our game features here, which is our, our the new mods that have come out. They've been out a couple of weeks now. Uh, uh, maybe just a little bit longer, but the. The uh, uh, Prey Dog mods for Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village are out now. And I, I've played through 7. I streamed the whole thing in a couple streams, and it's amazing, uh, personally. What's way... been your favorite out of, you've done 2, 3, and 7 mm, so far? Boy, that's a tough one. I, I got to say, <laughs> personally for me, the absolute best Resident Evil game I've played in VR is probably 2. At two, that, just that slow. Oh, just it's just it's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying, yeah. and, and you know, Mister X out of all of the bad guys I've played is just, you know you just hear that dum dum dum. You just hear him stomping around, and he's just scary. Yeah. You know, uh, I I had to add a section in the tutorial getting started because so many people said like, 
I want to play what's like people are saying is one of the best experiences. I just don't like I'm too scared. So I linked a bunch of mods like uh, add squeaky duck yeah. shoes to Mr. X. Make up Thomas the train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or um, there's one that That's removes good. him or one that um, just makes him a goofball. So like anyway, yeah. there are there are other mods if if you're holding back from playing that one because you think it's too scary. Oh, um, it's also just giving yourself like unlimited ammo. Um, yeah. Like or or just upping that or up, upping the difficulty. You can really like take that that horror bit out where you just feel more like a serious Sam game just running around shooting yeah. things. So you'll play, yeah. like if it's, if it's between not playing those games and playing that way, it's just like do that, like play that way still. Oh like, yeah. Cause it's, yeah, cause it's one of the best yeah. experiences. In it's VR. so yeah. good. And it's just, it's just, yeah. yeah. It's just stunning. This like the, the zombies in that game are so detailed and just so amazing. Yeah. They're just terrifying. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. That's what awesome. about you, Vran? What's your favorite? Well, for me, it is scary. Like I, I when uh, Resident Evil Two and Three came out, the the mods, I did a video. I made a video about how to install them and and all that. And I played that in VR, and it was really, I mean, like just the hamburger in the beginning in the truck. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that yeah. looks so good. <laughs> then of course, when you go into the, the grocery store, well, no, not like I'm hungry, I want hamburger. But it was like, it's right here. It's in front of me. It's right. And I'm blown away by that. And then, yes, it was freaking scary that the, you go in. It was in Evil 8. It's beautiful and it's fun mm. to play, but it doesn't have that scary mm -hmm. effect scary. that you get. It, no. It's just beautiful and fun to play. So, I kind of, I, Greg, Dr. Greg, PR is totally a horror guy. Yeah, I love horror um, a lot. <laughs> for me, I'm more into the visuals and more into mm -hmm. the, you know, like, Probably so more I like, like you, or at least yeah, was. I think playing through these and, and like help, helping some with, um, you know, the process of getting those out. Um, made me much more of a horror fan i think i think like yeah. yeah just just doing it more and and getting through it yeah. and saying like wow that was a cool experience um yeah but yeah i love the adrenaline i love the rush you just mm -hmm. it just is great yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean don't get me wrong like the to to that's the thing about vr you hear them behind you you know that they're right there and it's just real life you're afraid to look back mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you, you know that run. they're there <laughs> yeah. yeah and and you feel that that you know the muscle in your back are tightening up and you can feel that Ooh, it's right there mm -hmm. especially like you know outlast you know that that big freaking guy is right there and you don't want to look and you just want to keep running so resident evil 8 has that a little bit but it's not it's just fun to just it's yeah. just a fun game yeah. it's so fun and, yeah. and the mods out of all of them from my experience thus far, uh, Resident Evil 8 is the most visually stunning. Uh, yes. It, it looks so good. And, you know, mm -hmm. you can't, you really can't appreciate the scale of uh, Lady D until you're standing there <laughs> yeah. in real VR. I mean, because yeah. I, I played through the game yeah. in Vorpex and it wasn't the same. I, she's yeah. such a ma like when she picks you up, you you see her grab how big her head is compared to your hand, or you know, yeah. just, yeah. just huge. <laughs> and it yeah. looks, it just looks so good. I mean, 
I, I wasn't expecting it to be this good. These mods feel like the game. Well, I, I have a feeling. Actually, I think the game was initially made for VR. It's just that the PS4 couldn't run it. <laughs> so uh, they could uh, be yeah. it. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about um, what it looks like. Sony's um, push with PSVR two with mm -hmm. getting a lot of these. Um, you know, it's got to be on there. It's got to be. Yeah. It's, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it seems like it would be dumb not to especially with it you know seven selling so well um, uh -huh. really i think um there, there's stats how many people have played it and it's in the millions um that played yeah. the vr version of seven so yeah. um really had a lot of um, mm -hmm. traction um yeah i i really hope um i saw the trailer of even the the avatar um one and the whole time was like Sony get like all right. That's what I do with any game. Yeah. You watch a trailer that's in first person. And you're like, please, we need a mod. We need a mod. We need a mod. Uh, it's yeah, hard not to yeah, think yeah. that way. But I, I, it's cool to see um, Sony at least state that like that's something they they want to 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 help push because um, mm -hmm. if they can if they can help that from the developer level, uh, I yeah okay. So one thing, just pushing it from the developer level, there are like things that work and don't work with vr i i think um it would be helpful for more um companies like um oculus has been good at this pushing even like resident evil 4 um hiring i can't remember the uh the team that put it together name the studio yeah, they i can't remember it either with. but anyway somebody who understands at least vr mechanics a bit more because a, a lot of them like a lot of like devs are in a bubble a bit with you know and you have to be when you're when you're developing a game uh, especially a triple a game that takes like six seven years to make um you're so absorbed in your own game you haven't really kept up with like mm. what's going on in the vr space and that kind of thing and so if you just with that limited knowledge if you just tack vr on you know i think you'll have a much more like kind of hitman 3 experience where there's just like common things that anybody who plays a lot of VR games would say you know eh, we need it we need this we need that Still, um, yeah. so like in Kuvo, who's coming out with Green Hell in, in like two weeks, um, they, they're a really cool company and, and I really hope to see more of these kind of like experts in flat to VR modding um, and knowing what what needs to happen to be a good experience from a flat screen game mm -hmm. um, and, and really mm -hmm. nailing that list. Because uh, like I said, like even earlier, um, the difference between what's like an amazing experience and one that's just like this is so annoying sometimes can be just the difference of like one menu coming up in a way that's intuitive versus like you have to pause the game and hunt you know controls down to find it or some, yeah. something like that like it can be it can come down to something that's like a half an hour of work for a developer to, to change um, and sometimes it makes yeah. all the difference in the world but having more of these experts in the field that that know how to do these conversions and that's um, what what modding really is awesome is this like experimental space to to be does this work does like um i don't know if you played um um risk of rain 2 but that's um I haven't played a third that person one. game that's like a bullet hell mm -hmm. crazy fast like people said no way this is going to work in vr and um yet uh dr bebop pulled it off um and it's like everybody says it's one of the most on another multiplayer game definitely recommend it um where there's just like a lot of different characters and it's a multiplayer roguelike um 
but yeah, it was a first person or it was a third person that's been switched to first, um, which just worked so well because he put a lot of um, cool attention to it. So mm -hmm. um, lots to learn from there, um, and I hope hope to see that with with PlayStation where they're also bringing yeah. in kind of experts. It's not just kind of Let's hope. throwing the devs. Hey, we're gonna give you a million extra dollars. Can you add this mode? And usually, kind of like half-assed, but hopefully, uh, hopefully they're doing it with with some at least some consultants in the process because um yeah yeah i knew we were in trouble nice. with hitman 3 when the developers to put their little video out at the beginning and the guy was like we are going to show you how to play a game like you've never experienced it before and i'm like dude vr has been out for a lot of years now this worries yeah. me yeah. <laughs> i don't think these guys yeah. know what they're doing <laughs> um, yeah and, yeah and i tried playing it on playstation yeah. and i just hated it i just like this mm. sucks I, I have a video out on my channel that it's just a short video of me trying to figure out how to throw the damn knife on top of the roof um. And I just, mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. was just so damn janky. It was just, you know, it's like, this yeah. is the jankiest thing I've ever played. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, but that but is it really, um, like, what's there saves a modder, like, thousands of hours already. Yeah. So it's a great yeah. starting point. I think um, maybe look at it like that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, here's a bonnet, bonus, like, um, great starting point for a good VR mod. Um, Absolutely. And looking at it like that, I, I think one mistake they did was simply like advertise it. Like you said, like this is um, this is like on par basically of uh, I forget what they said, but it was something along those lines of like this is the um, like utilizing every feature of PC VR and, and like um, well, maybe technically true. It's done very clunkily. <laughs> like <laughs> if, if they just marketed differently, like said, you know, an experimental VR mode, that's like an option was just a bonus kind of thing. I think it would have gone over well and, you know, the community can build from that. I, th I think you do need to, like as a developer, um, set expectations in that regard. <laughs> and I think you can get away with a lot with, with, um, you know, I, I think, um, New Man's Sky did that pretty well with their like, you know, just putting this optional, like experimental um, VR mode, and they've they've done some touches to it, and they've done a pretty good job um, for the most part. Yeah. Like it certainly can use more. I think like the, the room scale and um, mm -hmm. is a, is a little off, but um, um, but anyway, yeah. Just back to, I think I think you'd go both sides. The community being better with like um, feedback to these things. That's more yeah. just not immediately like you suck how dare you like create <laughs> yeah. this piece of shit um and then um from the the developer side saying like we're excited about vr as a platform like this is huge to build like a half-life alex level like interactivity or boneworks and that kind of thing but here's a here's a start and like we we might be experimenting with it more but like we just want to give this out to you guys i think that's kind of more um like Hitman would have had a very different um, intro if, if they just kind yeah. of presented yeah. it that way. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Go back to Resident Evil uh, 8. Um, I'm curious if they do bring it to the PSVR 2, which I, I really, I just think they're going to, but that's just me speculating. Uh, it, it just like, seems like a no-brainer. But uh, mm -hmm. if they do... Are they going to utilize their fancy new motion controllers or are they just going to do like what they did with Resident Evil 7 and just be a... Because yeah. I'm fine. Honestly, I'm fine with a controller-based game. I, 
most of the time I spend in VR anymore is with a gamepad. But you know, again, yeah. But then you know, when you have this this PC VR unofficial mod now, which takes this game and gives us motion controls, which apparently people are complaining about. The gauntlet that. has been thrown. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, apparently yeah. people are complaining about that too. That oh well, it's there's no manual reload. It's like oh come on, people. Why would you complain? Wow. This yeah. is this yeah, is a yeah. beautiful, that's, that, that's miraculous the, thing the, we have. The here. trap that you go down as soon as you get. <laughs> Finally, one and I and developers also feel that too. With if, like that's why I was saying like communicating is so important because like if they're just like, hey, I'm gonna throw this experimental thing out. The second that you get manual controls, and they're like, oh, I can't like knock down all the objects and mm-hmm. like pick up anything. And like well, then duh. if you do that, and they're like, well, it's just an object. I can't really interact, or my hands don't perfectly carve around. So there's always like this <laughs> endless list of things that you can go to the better experience. Wow. Uh, it, it can be frustrating, but I think it's just important to say, like, as a community, like, just enjoy the game, get mm-hmm. into it. Like, exactly. the, the flavor that the the um, creators put of the actual game itself, the storytelling, like, just just start enjoying that. <laughs> like, and, enjoy and, that. Yeah. Um, there's plenty there to have fun with. Yeah, I don't know if they'll add. I I I think with um, Sony's, I think the the controls are huge to them. I think it's very important. So I think. Pretty much anything that's going to be Sony pushed is going to have motion controls going forward. Because uh, if you remember, like PlayStation VR, the original one was sold really without the motion controls. That was an add-on yeah, yeah. using using like, the move controls, light light ones, and and those were kind of clunky. Yeah. Well, um, do you remember when those came out originally? They were with the PlayStation Three and the iToy. It was just kind of a yeah, gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. really took off. It, so it, was, just... it was made to compete against the Wii. Uh, yeah, as that yeah. Was yeah, yeah. So they just had a whole bunch um, of them sitting in a warehouse. They're like, well, if, might as well repurpose these and make them VR yeah. controllers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, it, like, if you look at it from that perspective, it makes sense that a lot of um, ones was kind of like it's it's optional because a lot of people had PSVR and just didn't even own those. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Beat Saber yeah. probably helped <laughs> sell yeah. more of those things than anything else. I but, bet. Um, but yeah, so they kind of made each game um, with that in mind. But this being like a default part of the package, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll move to that. Um, um, and we'll probably see some similar things like Resident Evil 4 if if they do, where the yeah, they're, they're doing cutscenes are forced in flat um, mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, which I would love to see options. Like I think that's great. Like I, I know Prey Dogs um, looking into doing that um, just because it's it's great for people that suffer with motion thickness just to have any type of those yeah. movements that take yeah. control just stick it in front of you that's worked pretty well for uh resident evil 4 but if you do have the vr stomach like it's pretty immersive also like that hamburger scene you're talking about yeah. um, if if like that that was a cut scene so it would have just been portrayed yeah. in front of you when like sitting in that car watching and that's that's such a cool way to watch um yeah that was the too. first thing you see like <gasps> yeah because you yeah. know and us playing to... vorpex and us playing uh depth 3d with reshade it's it's a different experience when you're inside the the engine you're a camera in the yeah. engine yeah. just like you're supposed to be yeah. and the hamburger is right here full 3d and i'm like holy that you can even like that's lean it in and look at the yeah. 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 yes yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's such it's, a cool game. Or like if, when if I'm in Cyberpunk trying to look Devil under May the girl's Cry. skirts. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, played the Devil May Cry yet. I haven't played that, that one. That intro alone yeah. is worth yes. it. Like it's it's a cutscene, but it it's all in slow motion and like a whole exploding things yeah. are moving around. Uh, but just looking like yeah. you could sell that as like a ten dollar VR experience. Just that like opening yeah. scene on Devil May Cry. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Exactly. Um, definitely recommend. And you it. spend so much more time in the game because you appreciate every single yeah. thing you look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Here, um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Same thing. I'm like, I don't want to move, and I play this yeah. in third person, but in the VR, and I'm mm-hmm. like, just admiring her animation. That little girl in the beginning, for example. Then I'm just looking around and I don't feel like moving ahead. Resident Evil 8, same thing. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. like everything, you just absorb everything like a little kid that sees the world for the first time. Yeah, I've yeah. always We've said, been doing yeah. VR for yeah. years. Yeah, but every time I put that headset on, every freaking time I'm blown away. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa. When, when every, look yeah. at this. Yeah. <laughs> every stream, every freaking stream, yeah. that's how we start. <laughs> it's yep. true you just Very it's like cool. you forget yeah. but yeah, yeah that's yeah. what vr for me it's like it's it that's what it is when i was a kid i was like i don't know a lot of kids are like this but uh i i was always in my head so much and just constantly pretending yeah. and you know now i feel like i can do that at such a higher level because i'm yeah. like yeah it, yeah it's just so amazing mm-hmm. and you know with games mm-hmm. like resident evil which you know i bought my i bought the sony you know, the first PlayStation when it first launched. I remember when that game came out, I'd seen it in magazines and I remember sitting down and playing it. And my daughter was just a baby with me and I was sitting there and, and, and I walked down that first hallway where that dog breaks through the window, scared the crap out of me. And then of course it just kills me because I'm panicking and freaking out and I'm dead. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there going, that was freaking terrifying. I had never been scared by a video game before. And, and, and yeah. yeah. And that game, you know, just the way they did the fixed cameras and stuff, you never knew what was around the corner, but you could hear it, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was yeah. brilliant. And yeah. now that it's come to That's this, yeah. where you're living in the game, ugh. you're living in the game. Oh, so good. I think that might be a good deciphering point. What you said about imagination. I mean, like if you think, I think even in the flat of your mining community, we still have a pretty heavy divide between people who are um, okay with a VR game that uses a gamepad mm-hmm. um, versus people that say it has to have motion controls, <laughs> um, which, um, are, Varan, are you, you're in that category of no, 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 I'm all, I'm, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm curious. And I, and I think that's okay. And I think, um, and I think part of it is like, uh, just, just think of, when books were the like number one source of yep. entertainment for years, I mean, yep. it forced that imagination. Um, and now like with movies being our main uh, movies and TV shows being our main entertainment form, um, I think it's opened up entertainment. Like so many more people are enjoying like that as a, as a yeah. form of entertainment, but at the same time, um, like it, it causes less needed imagination. Um, to happen and i think when you play vr um it's important to allow yourself to still have that imagination like um i what what like talk because i was curious about this so i talked to a bunch of people kind of interviewed them about it and it and it kind of came down to it seemed like 
every person who is in the like it has to have motion controls just have less imagination um when they go into it and so mm -hmm. they kind of need that almost like the movie versus reading a book um like interesting you, they need that to even feel like they're they're there yeah. and the people that were okay with more motion controls had more like that okay i'm just gonna seep this in this environment and pretend mm. like i'm here and um yeah really like absorb this world and i wonder like i do wonder if that's something people who are in the, the camp of like it has to have motion controls if if they can just learn that like i don't know maybe don't maybe, know. maybe not like yeah. some people have have more of that um just by default, I know I'm very yeah. imaginative, even from a kid, um, mm -hmm. versus other people I know who are just very, like, you know, That's more practical. I mean, the Oculus, um, the Oculus came with gamepad in the beginning. It didn't yeah. have the touch controllers. Yeah. But when I was growing up, I had a friend that used to read a lot of books, a lot of fantasy books, and he would recommend books for me. And he always told me that when he reads, he goes into the book. And I was like, what do you mm -hmm. mean? He says, mm -hmm. well, if I read something, I can see it in front mm -hmm. of me. And I mm. thought always that he, can, he literally sees things like I see you guys now. Mm. And I was always frustrated and always disappointed that I, I don't see it that way. Because when mm. you see an imagination, it's in your head, it's in your mm. mind's eye. So mm -hmm. it's kind of transparent. It's not when you put the headset on. I mean, I put Skyrim VR on and I'm like, there's a dragon, and I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, and there's mm. a dragon right there, and he's flying above me. And that's what it is. It's putting yeah. that yeah. imagination, that yeah. world that we love living in, and we're living it. And, of course, yeah. we, we mod everything, and it looks super, super nice, mm. nicer than the original. It's like, how can you beat that? Yeah, yeah. I, that's and, what I... And it's... That that that's it's interesting yeah. what you said about the imagination. Yeah, it is interesting because yeah, we point. get yeah, Vran and I get in these discussions uh, on Twitter too with with you know people that are they're like nope nope if just if it's just just a gamepad it's just like strapping a TV to my face. I'm like, how can you even say that? I don't understand. You're yeah. living in the world in 3D. You're right there. I don't I don't understand. Uh, yeah. And 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 I I in my mind I'm like, why would you? want to miss out on this amazing experience just because you have to exactly. play with a gamepad. I mean, I forget yeah. I even have a gamepad when I'm playing these yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? and, and maybe people don't, because it seems like um, just because most people who started on a quest to stand up and play, but I mean, mm -hmm. for a game like Cyberpunk, yes. it's great. Just sit just down. Sit like, down. It's, That's it's what relaxing. I do. It's yeah. not any less um, yeah. relaxing. Yeah. It's been hours in. And oh, I, I spent think, 12 hours I mean, just that ability. You're in your chair, but you can... <laughs> Do well, like a Greg swivel chair? You're going around a corner. You mm -hmm. can yeah. look mm -hmm. lean. Six you can count. like looking down the scope. It's like you for, you forget you're sitting down there and you're just yeah. totally absorbed in this um, fixed off world uh, in yeah. VR. And it's not just like a monitor strapped to your face. Like if people knew how much you have to mod to go from just like yes. the vision to the the. the 3D calculated correctly, the world scale perfect, this six degrees, like you're moving yeah. your head um, anywhere. And then also on top of all that is the like handling of menus where like Luke mm -hmm. Ross, this is one thing that makes yeah. like his mods quite a bit better than like the average Vorpex is getting like the correct world scale and then the correct like actual camera in the game and then using menus on different layers. And so yeah. um, that makes those to use way, uh, way nicer. Um, and, and so he just puts like 
a lot of hours in on a specific game yeah. and it and it really shows but um it shows yeah yeah definitely um, yeah and then uh since we're, we were talking about i don't we're talking about resident Evil 8 but we keep going on sorry topics. sorry no no, no. <laughs> that's mine dude no 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 i'm excited it's, when we're talking about this stuff and all. i know me too and that, that's why I, I, i'd rather just have organic conversations uh but this is something along the lines of like the modders and how this works. Like, I don't know what exactly they did with, with like, cause I know in, in resident evil two and three, I had to play a lot with my settings with the prey dog mods to be able to get the game to run well and get a good capture mm-hmm. of it. You know, I had to end and, and uh, but with both mm-hmm. seven and eight, dude, I haven't had to do Easy. any, anything. I mean, it's just like, it automatically sets it up. And it's running perfectly smooth. I'm getting beautiful captures. I think the only thing I did on Resident Evil 8 and 7 was I got rid of um, bloom and and noise, screen noise, because those were on, and, and lens mm-hmm. flare. I think those are the only things I turned off. And, and Yeah. If, uh, you, might, you might hop back in 2 and 3. Like, if you saw uh, Prey Dog's change logs it's uh-huh. like every day there's like 10 new things he's updated and, oh, okay. and those like apply to all of the framework um that's that okay real quick like another side thing but just <laughs> if you try a mod um once it's probably a completely different experience like even a few months from that point mm-hmm. like yeah. for some reason people seem to be like oh i tried that it was okay or something like that like that is not the mod that is currently that was like an early release of it um and the developer is just like doing incredible things to it and polishing it up and so pretty much all the mods out there the developers are are still adding polish to this day like improving the experience in a lot of ways so yeah i I think you're seeing improvements to the engine he did add open xr um which works quite a bit better for like oculus and and um windows mixed reality headsets Mm -hmm. um that's more native than um um, running through Steam VR for those, um, and yeah, lots of lots of tweaks, improvements to the. I should. I'll have and, to jump back. There, yeah. There's even a lot more behind the scenes that you could tweak if you wanted. Like, um, um, he he, that that same thing basically that I said, Luke Ross <laughs> didn't wish upon his his worst yeah. enemy of TAA. Um, he did fix that, um, and so there is an experimental way to add like TA back on. Um, if if you want to do that, most people don't even know about that. But any like sparkles or anything like that on the edges um, in the other Resident Evils, those those all go away mm-hmm. um, with that on. So um, anyway, lots of lots of stuff to configure. Definitely recommend like looking at each modder's mm-hmm. um, list, like their their guides of of all that. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's um, really really seen some improvements he's he's a he's a madman <laughs> i don't know how he does it uh, yeah. yeah and yeah uh so what's your favorite resident evil game hmm uh, out of the modded ones, so, <laughs> the modded ones. <laughs> yeah. um my so like i said i wasn't a, a huge horror fan and i had heard um i'd heard resident evil 3 was a bit more like action yeah. focused. And so I played that in third person originally with Vorpex and it was like, this is amazing. Uh-huh. And, and like, what would this be like if it was a full VR mod? So mm. um, then I saw 
Predox fr framework and reached out to him because he had he had added like first person first person mod. That's what he built. Mm -hmm. um, I remember originally. that when it, when so, the first when Resident Evil Two first yeah. came out. Yeah. So I just reached out and said like, "What would we need to start like <laughs> a VR mod?" And he's like, "I was actually kind of thinking about that." So we uh, started talking and then like I, I gave him a bunch of resources um, of of some of our other mods that we built um so you could take a look at and then like a week later he was like check this out and it was like the first no green way. he sent me of something working i was like what yeah, uh and, awesome. and he just madman like took it took it from there and wow. did some um incredible things but um um yeah i was i was ready to um like try to get a petition or something like to um start funding him if if he was like if he didn't even have vr like for the um breath of the wild i i just wanted a mod so much I'm excited the, for the that guy who made too. a free cam i um bought him a a quest too just so he could help like develop parts of that um and so i was ready to like do that resident evil 3 um and so everybody says like resident evil 3 is the worst but that was my only experience I it was and blast. i was just so absorbed and it was yeah. so much fun that i had it um and so that might just be my um favorite only because it was that first experience if i probably mm -hmm. played yeah. two i would have been way blown probably disappointed by three but just because that was the first like in vr was so like mesmerized by the yeah. graphics and the detail and that kind of thing um even in vorpex and then like playing it with Prey Dogs mod, it's just yeah, a whole other level. You can't, you can't compare um, Vorpex to, to yeah, these mods. Yeah. I mean, Vorpex is great, um, but yeah, these mods take it to the next level. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play 7? Because 7 is um, terrifying. I, so let's see. i um done a lot of testing in different areas, but like 7, the, the final version, I didn't want to play it all through till he had finished a few things. So, uh -huh. um, finished, yeah. so yeah, now, now seven and eight is on my list. I just, um, been, in, yeah, I think I said I was moving, um, in a couple of weeks. So it's been a bit busy, but no, that's when I'm so excited to, to uh -huh. tackle those, uh, next. That's um, so good. Yeah. yeah. Seven, yeah. uh, seven for me is probably my second favorite just because of the horror factor, because I put mm. two, two and mm. seven are, are so scary. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. but but as far as like visually and just the way the mod works, even I don't know why, but it even feels like it works better. And and yeah, eight. village is just hmm. is hmm. so stunning. Uh, that first section where you're in there getting chased around by all the lichens, and then that big guy with the hammer yeah. shows up and yeah, is like yeah. right in yeah. your face yeah. is just wow. I just I, I get goosebumps just thinking about how amazing yeah. that was. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I tried playing it. I. You could maybe help me with this. I tried playing that game uh, on the hard difficulty because when I tested it the night before, I jumped in and I was playing against, uh, it, I just had the final boss ready, booted up, ready to, ready to play. So I just tested it in that. And I just, I just annihilated Miranda. Uh, and I'm like, hmm. well, this is, it's so much easier with VR because it's so much easier to just aim and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to put it on hard. And so, or the very hard mode or whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah. so I get to that very first werewolf that eats half your hand. And I died, what, like 20 times before? <laughs> Something like that. But I had to finally <laughs> just start over and go back to normal. Because for some reason, I felt like blocking wasn't yeah. working. Do you just put your hands up uh, to block? or? 
You're supposed to, I, I've heard a couple of things, other people say it wasn't triggering, so it could be um, um, just needing to, um, I think I was talking to Bray Dog about that, but just like increase the, the range that it detects the block, because um, I think um, it's doing a lot of math. <laughs> like yeah. if you saw the code, it's, it's a crazy I amount of math, insane. and it's like you turn your angle, uh, your hand a certain angle, and it, wow. um, right now the, the, the range that it's set to like detect that gesture is a block. Um, might not be triggering, so um, I okay. think there might need to be some tweaking there. But okay. Yeah. And um, then another thing with that mod that I was having, pro tr and I saw some other people. I think it was actually on the Discord, or might have been on Twitter. I'm not sure. Uh, that were that were having difficulty with is both with seven and eight. I can't figure out how to bring the maps up. If you're using the Steam version, all of that can be configured. If you open up like the um, Steam controller. Mm -hmm. um, settings. There's some great ones, especially one particular that people have shared. Um, so you can get other people that have shared their own control settings on Steam VR if you just browse other yeah. bindings on whatever okay. one. Um, and so you might try uh, one of those. There's one that that um, is on the getting started list mm -hmm. that I shared that has a whole like graphical thing showing what all the buttons are and the combinations for it. Yeah. Um, and so I know I think they mapped. You're asking me to read, dude. I, 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely digging that first. There's a lot of answers um, for common questions like okay. that. Okay, all um, right. And, and different things that you can try. All right, cool. Okay, uh, all right. I think that's probably good enough for those two. Uh, uh, let's, I mean, I know we, we went off on a lot of tangents there, but I think it's a really interesting conversation, so I don't care. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Vorpex. We're not going to focus too much on this because... The, yeah. game, the game that I wanted to bring up, which is a game I recommend everybody plays on Vorpex, is Black Mesa. Uh, and mm. and uh, Elliot, you had said or told me that there's a mod coming out for that, too, or a possibility of one? Not necessarily, but we are. Um, there is so much source engine modding going on right now, uh -huh. especially starting with um, the Half-Life 2 mod. Half -Life 2, and then yeah. that's actually... Um, Valve themselves gave us an NDA to sign that gave source code to a lot of projects and their whole source engine, mm -hmm. um, including Portal and Portal 2. Um, and so that opens the door um, just f like as we're building more, um, you can take a lot of what's being built and apply it on other yeah, source engine games. Yeah. Um, so originally Dr. Beef sat down with the Black Mesa team who, if you don't know, Dr. Beef did yeah, the, yeah, yeah. a lot of the quest mods like Doom, uh -huh. um, one, two, three, and, and um, yeah. some great, uh, he's done some great work. Uh, he sat down with the team and they were interested in VR, but um, I think they kind of wanted to, if they did it, kind of do it like a, a commercial team and, and Beef does this on, on the side just as mm -hmm. a hobby, so he didn't mm -hmm. really have the time to yeah. commit to that. Um, but I think once all this is built for Half-Life 2, I think, that conversation could start back up with okay. their team and just yeah. like, um, let's talk about building um, VR. Cause a lot, like it's the engine. Um, most of the functions stay the same between it. A lot of the, um, a lot of the things that like capitalistic is building right now would, um, would apply over to, to getting like a native um, VR into that game too. So, um, no, nothing's been talked about, so like this is not anything um, okay. All official. Right. Just speculation. Since that last conversation, Doctor Beef is basically like 
um, I don't really have time to, to do this. And it, I yeah. think they, they were like, oh, well, he's the only modder out there. So like, probably not going to have anybody to do VR mod. Uh, but anyway, since this whole community is built up and, and not only um, do we have the Half-Life 2, there's another team working on Portal right now, uh-huh. um, also in the Source Engine, and then uh, somebody else working on Left 4 Dead. Um, yeah. And then one of the same, develop, the developer who, one of the lead developers of the Deep Rock Galactic um, did a um, Team Fortress 2, um, at least a, a proof of concept of that in VR. And so a lot of this, like, kind of what you're saying about Unity, a lot of this, like, um, sharing of um, code and, and um, connecting brains um, is, is really seen kind of an explosion on source um, VR modding. Wow, so, that's awesome. Um, I wouldn't put it out of the question of like one day of a VR um, yeah. mod for... Well, that's kind of what I so, But if you can't wait, Vorpex is a great... Vorpex like, is great, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the one that works right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, with, with that one, what I, what I always like to do, at least what I tell people when I, to play it, is first of all, you need to open up, was it the console thing? So you can change the FOV, yeah. bring the FOV to, F- one, FOV to 120. But change your FOV to 120. That's perfect, the way I saw it. Yeah, it's something that's else. the best way. Now, some people might not like this, but what I like to do, okay, so like after you get off the train, the first train ride, which is awesome, uh, you'll stand on that platform. Once you're standing soon, run a direct VR scan, definitely, because that's what brings it in. And that's what's so nice about that profile is it has direct VR scan. And uh, what I like to do then personally is I take the, uh, the yeah. image zoom and I shrink it down a bit because when it's full, the graphics are fuzzy and, and I, I don't really like that so much. So for me, there's always a tiny little black frame around it. And like I said, some, for, I just kind of imagine like wearing like, you know, the big swimming masks or whatever. It's kind of like that. You just kind of have like a frame around the image, but the graphics are so crisp and clear and the head tracking in that game just works so good. It just, it feels like a native VR game. Um, And the thing I like about Black Mesa is it's a full, you know, it's, it's a full real game. And one of the, the, after playing, because after I played my very first exposure to the Half-Life universe was Half-Life Alex. I'd never played any Half-Life games before. And, uh, uh, And I was blown away by Half-Life Alex. It's a masterpiece. You know, it's beautiful. It but was. then I got, then I, after that, so I jumped in, I played Half-Life 2 with Gmod. And I was like, oh, this is better. Because it was just, there's yeah. so much more action and more, everything was more. And then I played Black Mesa. And I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. And I'm like, okay. So what I started feeling with VR games, a lot of them, is it's like the developers are kind of dumbing them down a little bit. Because I think they're worried that people can't handle these full games mm-hmm. in VR, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. can, and they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so that would be my recommendation on, on half uh, at Black yeah. Mesa. I mean, I don't know if everybody else has experienced that game in Vorpex or Vorpex. Not everybody oh. does have the legs, the the VR legs to. No. Um, well, yeah, because you do you, it, and yeah, but that can be developed. I've, I don't know if I've met anyone who's tried and done it well where they've just introduced like a little bit a day for a couple of weeks uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. and haven't gotten over that, um, that yeah. motion sickness that they got, but stop as soon yeah. as you start feeling it. Like, exactly. Just Don't your let yourself a get bit. sick. Um, Cause if you push it too much, you'll, 
your brain will subconsciously say like, oh, sickness is coming. Like it'll be a kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll create such a strong association to VR and sickness. And that's I have a couple of friends like yeah, that. And they won't even, they um, won't even try. Cause I say the same thing. It's like, okay, just play right until you start feeling a little something and then take it off and rest. And then you can come back. And also, even if you're not just limit your time, like yeah. start by 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it. Um, and yeah. people that follow that, like I, I've yet to see anyone who after a few weeks wasn't able to, um, wasn't able to do that, but yeah. Um, with, yeah. um, the half-life two mod, there's still a lot, um, that like capitalistic has added that has made it, uh, way more motion sickness friendly. Like okay. he's, he's even today, I saw him working on a, a teleport, um, option just because mm. there's people that wow. still want that. Um, he, with, the uh the vehicle scenes um there's a lot of things like adding vignetting um but then he added um basically it's basically a stable cam that follows from a third person i saw that too, i saw that in a video where, oh, okay. um, any movement and then even for turning it's still snap turning from that third person and that just like that basically makes what people said oh there's no way you could play that in vr that it, uh, like I think anybody could probably handle that. That just is so smooth to to play on it. If that if if you're one of those people who who just you know couldn't play otherwise, um, it's so cool. Um, it's not the ideal. It's not as like immersive as playing in first person for those those scenes. But um, yeah. but yeah, no yeah, op options option. are always good. Exactly. Give them option. Yeah, always have yeah, options. Yeah. And, yeah, because yeah. uh, I when I played um, Half Life Two in in G Mod, I actually had to skip the airboat scene. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the Doom buggy, because mm -hmm. the airboat mm -hmm. is just the way you, I was playing with Vive ones for one thing, which, which, you know, I'm kind of that's why I play with my my uh, Rift S all the time now because I'm getting I'm tired of trying to control things with the track pads, and it just yeah. didn't work yeah. well. And so you didn't move the way you I thought. I mean, even in flat screen, that that yeah. was pretty clunky yeah <laughs> those, those yeah. Air boats. yeah 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 it's so it, it just the way it moved it just made me sick right away and mm -hmm. and then the, mm -hmm. in the doom buggies the camera shook so much yeah that you couldn't yeah. see what was going on in front of you so i just had to yeah. skip those areas <laughs> yeah i played um half-life 2 first i think when it came out on the pc um on mm. flat screen and it was great but then i played half-life alex I didn't finish Half-Life 2. I, I played up to a decent area back then and Half-Life Alex. And then when Half -Life, when I finished Half-Life Alex, I was like, okay, what's next? Um, <laughs> there's nothing that interests mm -hmm. me. And then uh, I was like, okay, Such let's... let's... <laughs> of what VR yeah. could be right yeah. now if every company made Seriously. You know, games like that. Yeah. Yep. And I was yep. like, okay, let's play. Let's boot up the Vorpex. And I played Half-Life 2. With Vortex, mm. played the whole game like that, and I was like, oh, "Thank you, God! Thank mm -hmm. you, Ralph from Vortex for yeah. doing this." Mm. I played this, mm. and I was like, "Come on!" The the jail part with the with the end the lines. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. go over there, kill those, and I can look <laughs> over, and I'm oh, go over there and kill these guys. See, I thought there was something. One thing wrong I will say: Half Life that. Alex. If you haven't played the mods, there's some. In Incredible mods that there really are. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For, sure. Uh, for sure. Like um, Gunman contract. What is it? Contractors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Gunman yeah, contract. Yeah. 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 Um, ones like that really like show what Alex. I guess if if they wanted to kind of move it a different direction, um, 
I, I, I loved Alex just kind of going back to what we were saying, the uh, immersion. I was just, every oh, little thing, I was looking everything. at the detail yes. and yes. just yes. like, well, yes. this is amazing. But if somebody like, you know, again, if, if their ima imagination isn't as engaged or they're feeling like they're in that world, um, you know, they, they might not enjoy it as much as just a full on like fast shooter. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, I, I well, do like even now, Half-Life 2, I've been playing the beta, um, like uh, it's just that, that, that action in VR is so much fun. It's <laughs> yeah. a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I gotta tell you, Alex, I was at the hotel in Alex, oh, and there was that's a my dark favorite level. Order. Is the Northern Star. Listen, yeah. I, I made sure that nothing is there. I was like looking, nothing is there. And then I gave someone uh, that was with me in the room, I said, you got to try this. You got to just see how it feels like in VR. They put the headset on and then all I see is they were like looking. It's like, that's really nice. And then like, whoa, I didn't notice. I didn't know that there was a head crab in the darkness and it jumped. Now that's immersion that yeah. you can't get yeah. on the like playing on a laptop. Yeah. It could be yeah. Alienware. It could be whatever graphics card you have. It's not the same. Nope. Yeah. And that's why Vortex, when you play it, even if it's immersive screen and you, you curve it mm -hmm. and the screen 3D. is around you, it's basically hugging you 3D. You play in a 3D screen, the scale is there. The head crab is not like you can have 25, 27 inch TV. It's not the same when mm -hmm. the head crab is like that size in front of you. It's like, yeah, black's, black behind. You're you're not in the room. You're in virtual reality. That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. You're immersed. I'm not in the room right now. I don't see the the out the the window. I see the head crab flying over. So yeah. Vorpex is that is great that way because hmm. because we moved. I don't have the strong computer that I have back mm. in Canada. So my computer right now can only afford 3D through Blue Sky Defenders Reshade. Hmm. And I enjoy playing games just as much as I would enjoy. And I prefer mm. that. Some games I prefer that over four packs because I don't need to mm. go to Edge Peak to see the menus. Everything is there in front of me. And the 3D is amazing. It's very sharp. Mm -hmm. um, the visuals are sharp. I don't have any glitches, any artifacts. Just that's how I, all my videos right now are on reshade and depth mm -hmm. 3D. Mm -hmm. So how do we do this? Is a perfect segue, Rayon. How, how do we do that? <laughs> hey, see that mic? Just yeah. dropped it. I know, how to, I know how to do this. That's right. Okay, so how do we install reshade and depth 3D? Super simple. Go to reshade.me, press on the download. It's free. You have nothing to worry about. The latest version as of May 28th, 2022 is 5.2.1 this is the latest one just download it and once it's done just activate it don't be afraid when you see this don't be afraid this is not malicious this is false positive so it's safe to use just tell it yes run it anyway and it will load this window when it opens up this window all you have to do is just check the game or the location of the game that you want to install it the reshade 2 press on browse I will go into the game and I will today I'm going to show it on Dying Light. I know that it works really, really nice with Depth 3D. So I will go here and I have Dying Light game here. I'll press on it. It's the exe file. So what you need for reshade is to activate the exe file. Press open and then go to next. 
and then it asks you which DirectX is Dying Light. So you can check, just Google Dying Light DirectX, and it should tell you which version of DirectX Dying Light is, and it says 11, so I'm going to press on the 11, and I'm going to go to next. And it says, uh, select preset to install. You can skip that. And here it opens up all the reshades that you can install. I mean, you can do uncheck all and check all. It will install everything. Sometimes you do that when you have uh, a mod from Nexus mods that will need all of the, the list. And then it picks up the ones that the mod need. And it looks mm, amazing. But let's uncheck everything. All we want for now is Depth 3D by Blue Sky Defender. Press on that and do next. It will download everything it needs and all that. Just do next and finish. And that's it. Now, another thing that you might need or you will have to need is either virtual desktop on your PC, not the one that you get on the Quest. Get the one on PC. If you don't want to invest money in it, you can get Depth3D VR. It's also done by Blue Sky Defender and it's free and it gives you the same result. It'll take side by side video and we'll collide it and combine it into one depth 3D screen. Okay, so now that we have that, let's start Dying Light and see what it does. I'm gonna hit play. Okay, so now that we're in the game, all you have to do is press the home key on your keyboard and you'll see the shaders that are installed and what we need for this is the super depth 3d vr you just activate it and this these are the options that you have now this game does have a profile on reshade so when you install it this would probably be the preferred um, options that um, blue sky defender is suggesting you can always always readjust things and I will tell you what is the most important are the most important things to change uh, I have few viewers that have changed the first uh, option right here which basically it's the IPD and usually the IPD would go from 63 to 75 ish which is basically the distance between your pupils uh, I would set it up maybe to 75 or 65 or 70 just go halfway um, and, and see what fits you best. You can see how when I scroll, when I scrub this, uh, you can see that there's a difference. It basically determines, um, or you set it up to the distance between your eyes. Um, 68 maybe, let's put 68. Another thing that you can change is divergence slider. Now, please be careful with that because the eyes should not diverge so much. It all depends on how far the screen is in front of you. Again, whether you use the virtual desktop app or you use VR companion. Uh, I would keep it to 25 to 30. Uh, don't go over that. And of course, there's the depth map adjustment. Now I'm gonna show you something. Once I hit the depth map view, it'll change to black and white or grayscale. And you can see that the weapon is right here and it's a little bit to the dark brown or dark gray that means that this 
weapon is close to the view. It all determines what the, the depth of everything. And you can see that once I take the 11 number to like higher, you can see that the weapon becomes a little bit darker. And it also a little bit separates things because the depth changes. If I get out of the menu, you can see I can move around and you can see that the depth changes. You can see the depth map in grayscale. So you can see the trees are not too close to me, they're in the distance, and that means that the depth 3D would work really nice once you deactivate the depth map view, which is the grayscale. Now if I go back in and I can change the depth map, let's say to 25, you will see that the weapon now is almost black, um, and that basically will give us really, really different type of depth you can go all the way and you can see how the background adjusts so things that are closer and closer will be you will feel the depth a little bit more now if you adjust this and the divergence then things will start to look a little bit more miniature and you just need to find out which one are the best for you again divergence I wouldn't play with that too much and the distance between where the screen is in your eyes. Let's get out of this and there you go guys. We have depth 3D with reshade work together. Okay. Uh, now I can't see. I'm blurred. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, well, there you have it, guys. That's our first episode of Modcast VR. Uh, thank you very much, Elliot, for joining us. Uh, thank it was you. Amazing, you know, amazing. And we hope, we hope that we can have you back whenever big news is on. You know, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. great having somebody with so much knowledge in the field here because we just enjoy playing the games. I have no idea how to do this shit. So. <laughs> and I'm excited because uh, hopefully like interviewing the modders because they're Absolutely. so I'm brilliant. Yes. They I, have, I can't wait. For, uh, I can't wait to do that. Incredible things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shining some light on that just absolutely yeah 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 all right uh so that's it guys thanks for watching make sure you hit like and subscribe and mash that little bell thingy and all that so you know when we're coming back and uh yeah so uh here it is dr greg saying see you later ram see you later year and saying see you later and we'll put in the description below there's going to be a link to the discord uh, elliot's discord mm -hmm. and uh, let's go from there like, awesome. subscribe and we'll see you soon see you in the discord <laughs> all right bye guys see you in the yeah. discord <laughs> bye guys